Yo, what up, though? You know what it is, man? It's the livest, and we're here with my homies, man. Matt and Gravel holding down inside the Future Moguls podcast, episode 62. 62. Woo-hoo. You know the vibes. I'm going to read your thoughts. Let's see now. You come here from a great distance? Yeah, exactly. Come on, tell me. Uh, you want me to buy a subscription to the Saturday Evening Post? No. Not a word. Not a word. Not a word now. Why? Doc, I'm from the future. 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 And welcome back to another episode of the Future Moguls podcast. As we said in the drop, 62, we're getting up there. I remember getting into 60. It's been a blur. Yeah, we're in the 60s, baby. And we got a special guest, a first timer, and honestly, overdue, DJ Jado, the livest. You? I'm happy to be here. Thank you all for having me. It's a pleasure. You've already kind of, you've been on Donuts and Alcohol. Yeah, so you're kind of, you kind of been in the mix, but yeah. Yeah, gravel came came in dripping on me. <laughs> he came with the drip that day. Gravel, gravel always he gets got the that drip. a lot. He, gets, he always got the drip, low key. Come on, I'm on camera. Like, I gotta look good. Yeah. You ever worn the same thing twice on a camera? I I have. Oh, that rarely. That statement was. Yeah, I, I was full on when I put that out on Twitter. I went back and looked. And I was like, I had to delete the tweet. Like, yeah, I definitely wore the same thing. But, I didn't notice. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, but he always got the drip popping. It's official. So you had to come in today with the drip all Cincinnati down starter jacket. No, he had the drip still <laughs> with the sweatpants with the th- with the throwback UC yeah. starter jacket. The jackets, the too. Yeezys, the Austin three sixteen <laughs> shirt. Wow. I'm, drip. I'm just over here in some jeans, bro. I'm I'm cool. With the champion shirt. Yeah, with That's the cool. champion right. shirt. It's my old size though. I need What's your bank account I'm a different look like? Size. Bank's looking all right. See? There we go. Both of y'all winning. <laughs> y'all winning. Y'all winning. We should probably mention Chris Turner's not here, our engineer. So we still get a Turner. Turner. Are you still an intern? Sadly. Interner. He's the interner. He's. Did they call uh, you that yet? No, not yet. All right. Well, that's, they haven't that's thought of too it. easy. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's in here recording with us at Timeless Studios. You can book now. 513-655. Five six six five. Oh, vocal recording, mixing and mastering, all of that. You could get it here. Follow them, Timeless Art Studio, and make dreams become reality. I don't mean noise laughter in the ad, but it's funny because you're just reading it off this sign. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, it was so funny. I was sitting here thinking, like, damn, he remember all of that. Then I just so happened to look, and I'm like, oh, it's right there. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys, I'm trying to put on a performance, and you guys are peeling back the curtain. <laughs> no, we at least it's accurate. No, yeah, but great place, um, great place. So what's been up, Jado? Man, New Year 2020. We got 2020 vision this year. You know, that's the that's the move. That. That's the move for 2020. 2020 Ooh. vision. I just had an eye exam. My prescription increased a little bit, so I'm feeling it. Oh, I, I didn't I'm mean literally. I mean, I, I guess I got 2020 vision, like literally, but, I, you know. Something else 2020. We asked uh, X mm. a little while ago. 
What's the Tesla situation? <laughs> What's so crazy, man? X hit me up about that. Uh, I want to say like a week ago. Was it a model of 2020 or buying one in 2020? Because those are about to go on sale. They are. See, <laughs> you know, uh, you go. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Matt got the bag, so you might as well just get it. I don't know about the bag. I, I got mean, like a little. <laughs> I got like a little sack. <laughs> but you can you can buy me a Tesla, 2020 Tesla. Uh, I mean. I could take out a large loan and get you a down payment. All right. I'm with that. It wouldn't be is. money though. I'd be me in debt. Oh, that's good. Better than me in debt. But I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking some Jay-Z, uh, uh, advice. I got my credit up. <laughs> financial freedom. Right? Yeah. Financial freedom. Yeah. So that's- I could definitely get, I could definitely go into debt. Okay. I have right. that ability. <laughs> but now I was thinking about like, like we should remix it and redrop it. But I don't know. I got we got to talk to X and see what's talking about. What are you talking about? We need that sponsorship. That's what it is. We need that Tesla sponsorship. So Tesla, if y'all catch this, we got a live ass song. It's called 2020 Tesla, and you should definitely pick it up for the campaign in 2020. It's it's. I mean, no timeless pun intended, but it's timeless music. I still yeah. bump uh, everything from Carla Rossi one, yeah. which is 2020 Tesla. Yeah. So. That's I a mean, fact. It was written for 2020. It, and it's 2020. So Tesla, high letters. Come on now. Yeah. I think it might be number. too late. Uh, Elon Musk, I think he's about to have a baby. I think y'all need to do the Tesla truck song now. Tesla you gotta like truck. do a do a new one. Yeah, they do got the SUVs popping. We didn't even know that was gonna happen back when you made that. No, we didn't. And they Tesla, got the roof panels. Don't they Probably the, not good for a rap song. They got song, the underground but, tunnels too. Mm-hmm. You could do something with that. Yeah. Uh, that would be a, a, a song about uh, well I don't know <laughs> because listen because this is this is where it would be kind of conflicting underground tunnel underground railroad okay I wasn't yeah thinking, I don't think we're gonna stay away from that one I wasn't thinking it you guys must have seen that Tubman movie then the what the, I did see the Tubman okay I did not I okay. did I didn't. It was good. I wasn't thinking about. I wasn't thinking that way. Yeah. See. So. Yeah. I don't need no Gucci blackface <laughs> type of type of uh, band or nothing like that. So yeah. yeah. Don't no no need to get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we left it's canceled. This cancel culture. Right. Hopefully we left that there. No yeah. Cancel culture. Yeah. I have a feeling we didn't. No one's been canceled yet. In it's like the it. second I'm, week, bro. Yeah. We only like nine <laughs> days into it. <laughs> It's early. I figured something would pop off by now. Worried about Australia. I mean, we're kind of getting canceled by Iran. Yeah. <laughs> Trump got canceled. Yeah, that's true. true but Trump, not fully. He was like the nah. last cancel, but it was a message that was sent. Yeah. He unraveled. That's why. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to get into the, the war shit because I don't really care. Yeah, fucking take me out. I just know he's it. he's sniffing something before his speeches. Did y'all watch that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's sniffing though? Like everyone was saying Adderall. Adderall? But literally after everything. And I and I think uh in uh That sounds like Coke. Yeah, it was it's <laughs> sounds bad. Like I don't coke. know if he's always sick. He's sick. I'm not surprised. Like, bro, I'm not even I'm turning thirty this year. I'm not congrats. even thirty yet. Yeah, congrats, man. I'm scared. Why? I don't know. Don't be scared. All right. Thirty's the new twenty. Hove said Ooh. that. He did. I, I, I'm taking yeah. his other advice. Might as well take that too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a mindset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I was going with this. You were talking about. Uh, oh, damn, I forgot to. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. Well, if it comes back, we can do that. But let's get into kind of why we chose to have Jado this week as opposed to any uh, other week. It all we re- started with an Instagram comment. <laughs> 
We released yeah. our top 10 <laughs> albums in Cincinnati. We didn't even release all of them. For all you knew, this crossed out ones could have been from the streets. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> but we got some criticism, pos- uh, constructive criticism, that there wasn't enough ep- representation for from the hood. Mm-hmm. And that's why we brought you here. Not only to um, shed light on, you know, what you think is not mm-hmm. really covered mm-hmm. by us or other media outlets and just talk about it. No, most definitely. Um, now, y'all, why did y'all scratch out some of the names? Because that was to get people to listen to the podcast. I want to leave some information. Good, good yeah. marketing. Good yeah. marketing. Okay, I we like. We did that. that with our other top tens. We cut off the bottom five of them, mm-hmm. and on this one, we did every other one because honestly, if you unscratch them, the ones that were scratched off on my list were the ones that weren't on gravels. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them were the same ones. It was just kind of. I tricky. thought that I thought that I thought that at first, but I was like, uh, maybe they might be different. I don't know, but you gotta it, listen to find out. And I mean, the numbers popped a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not saying like nothing was wrong with y'all list. First of all, like for for y'all for what y'all um what gravitates to y'all. I mean, that's that's what y'all list is. But um, the some of the artists was dope. Like I I won't say I haven't heard all of them. Sure. So mm-hmm. I can't speak for all of them, but the ones that I do know of were pretty dope. But I feel like the real ratchet shit, I don't even want to call it ratchet shit because that's not what it is. But like the street shit was missing off of the list. Like You're right. the Birdos, the Mundos, the Gators, the Pedros. The, it's a lot of artists in the city that's like really, really out here. Like, they got numbers. Mundo is doing numbers on YouTube. Like, numbers. Uh, so is Gator and, and a, number, a number of amount of other artists. But that's just what y'all was missing. But this is my question. Do y'all listen to those type of artists? Um, I'm choosy with it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, honestly... I don't really relate to any of it. I mm-hmm. mean, just I just don't. I'm, right, I'm right, not right. from that background. But it is the kind of rap that did draw me in. Like I was listening to Wu Tang and mm. the shit that I never lived. Just like the stuff that <laughs> rap. Like I don't know any of this shit, and yeah, not like, even yeah. just my age at the time. I didn't know yeah. shit about anything. But um, I think so. We we listen to this type of music, but mm. it doesn't resonate, you know, with my lifestyle. My not, not even my lifestyle, just kind of my perspective on uh-huh. on the world. And I do like it because it allows me to see different perspectives, but I think we all just naturally gravitate towards something that we mm-hmm. relate to. Mm-hmm. So um, it just it's not that it's in one ear and out the other. It's just that I keep coming back to other stuff and it grows on me as something, you know, that I relate to. But and and you you can pro- I don't I don't really know much about you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um you just judging by how passionate you are about it, you probably do relate to the the hood stuff more mm-hmm. than yeah. the stuff that we listen to. Yeah, definitely. But one thing I have noticed just from, and this is crazy though, because growing up, I never really paid it attention. But uh, I say recently, really somebody, it's it's two different sides of Cincinnati. It's like the the street crowd, and when it comes to local artists, it's like the street crowd and sort of, I don't know what you would call it, like the... I won't say like backpack click type of rap, but more like 
A trendy, trendy like it's it's just a different crowd. That's know, not this. Yeah, 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 one one's a little more raw. And right. One's a little more like refined as like right, a performance right, right. Yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right, right, yeah. exactly. So it's like like for instance, like uh, Tribe. Tribe is a dope art is a dope group of artists in their lane, but you will never catch them performing at Celebs or the Avenue or something like that. And even the artists that perform at venues like that, you will never catch them really performing at uh, Motiar or uh, um, Revel. Fountain Square. Fountain Square <laughs> or something like they that. They don't let like, a lot slide at Fountain Square. Yeah, they it's don't. hard for that kind of music to you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and your rap Hip-hop music in on general. Fountain Square. Yeah. What was it? Cal Scrooby is the one that got it shut down. Yeah, and, and that's what? pretty light. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When did this happen? How did that happen? <laughs> I think, if I remember correctly, he was having a show at Fountain Square uh-huh. and there had been a gunshot in the area. Like, not even... One of those. Not even... I think on Fountain Square is just like, like kind of street, yeah government. Square. So then it was like hip hop concert no more. Let's get I don't know. Uh, oh wow, ACDC cover. Damn you, Cal. <laughs> well, I was I was speaking more from the profanity angle because they have a mm. three word that, rule. Yeah, they yeah. do. You can you you can't say any curse words if you say three. They cut your power and you're done. They, what? Even, <laughs> they tell you that beforehand. And That's it's because a it's a public space, and it's not that rap music can't live without that. It's that like even if you take out the the profan- profanity like fucking shit, like all that shit, you still have violence and stuff that they would still pull the plug on. Right. So you uh, can't yeah, even like, like rap your shit. You can't yeah. even do even Even shit. if it's like a clean version? Yeah, it has to be family. They You give them lyrics to perform. They follow oh, it. And wow. you, so like a lot of rap music, especially the kind you're championing right now, would not make it right. one song on that stage. Right, it wouldn't. If 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 that's the criteria, then it, it definitely. It's wouldn't. just because it's out in the open. You can just walk up, no matter who you are. What, like that's the only reason. But to that point, do you think that the reason that is is because of how conservative the city is? Yeah, Cincinnati is 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 weird. It's a, it's a very conservative. There's probably city. a lot of stuff that it goes is. into it. It's probably a lot of the fact that PNG is all over the stage, and they probably mm-hmm. have a say in that. Right, and I'm sure they're not. I mean, they're protective of what their brand is next to. Three mm-hmm. um, CDC is the group that runs Fountain Square, so I'm sure that that's that might even be part of I don't know insurance for all I know that they have to have adhere to that. There is higher insurance for hip hop shows at venues. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously um, discrimination, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Right now, I I definitely agree, but I feel like that. It's been plenty of hip hop shows that go on in a city that have had no violence at all. Yeah, like way, it just way takes that more one, than though. that. I yeah. mean, it takes that one show that goes wrong and it's stuck in people's memory. And I've been, I have, I've, I've seen more people get into fights and beat up at rock shows, definitely, <laughs> than, sure. than yeah, at definitely. hip hop shows. Like, so yeah. it's just like it's this, it's just crazy. But going back to what I was saying about the two different sides, like I feel like that um you really can't you kind of blame you kind of can blame the artists sometimes for that because they don't cross promote like a lot of artists really don't even cross work with each other like you I've never heard like a scally on a record with um I don't know uh Monty C Benjamin something like that like but some of them do but I just think it's a lack lack of promotion like they don't promote to that those cross crowds. So that's I, mean, I, I agree with you completely because I think 
me and Matt aren't going to be up at celebs. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, it's just, it's, it's not where we would hang out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what, nothing what, wrong you, with that. But what like, do you think, like, would it be significant at all if me and Gravel were at celebs? Like, is that um, noticeable? You mean, would you be noticed Will we there? stand out? Definitely stand out, but I think you'll have a good time. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to be like... I don't think I would feel... I, I definitely wouldn't feel unsafe because I've, right. I've actually been there. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. It just it kind of feels like we. I feel like we would be a guest in that environment as opposed mm-hmm. to like a part of it. Right, 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 right. That's how I would feel. No, nah, I totally, I totally feel where you're coming from, and yeah, that would be the case. Like people gonna be like, oh damn, it's a white boy here. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> like, like, but then somebody will come up to you like, if you smoke in, like, oh shit, you smoke. Oh yeah, come on, let's let's smoke. Yeah, and that's but, my, honestly that's my type of place to hang out. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like because like all the all the black clubs you can smoke weed in, so yeah. it's just like fuck it. Like, <laughs> like I know like my homeboy like he he he's white and he goes to like all the rock shows, like literally the hard heavy metal rock shows. So one time he came to Privilege with me, so he never been a Privilege. Came on an open mic night, like so we there. So he start rolling up and he like. Can you smoke in here? I'm like, yeah. Like, okay. So he starts smoking, rolling up. He's like, well, where do I dump the ashes at? Where's the garbage can? Dump them on the floor. <laughs> like, dump them on the floor. So the whole time he in there smoking, he paranoid. So I'm like, bro, we good. Like, we're good. They're going to start like, thinking he's smoking something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you would definitely, but I think you'll be good though. But like I said, it's just the different vibes that you get. Like, it just depends. Like, I'm quite sure you don't listen to Gucci all day. Or uh, future all day. I don't know. I listen to some Gucci. But are you listening to like the baby and little baby? The baby was on my top ten list. Mondo Rondo and I I dabble. See, I dabble in that. I don't I'm not a huge fan of the newer like mm. not everything. I can't put everything in there. I do like some new stuff, but like a lot of it's sounding the same. Like I agree. It's just, it's a it's a trap beat and then auto tune like. But yeah. I think that side of things kind of wants that consistency mm-hmm. because it's there's a the themes throughout that music is about you know like loyalty. There's a lot of loyalty mm-hmm. that's involved in it. What in like trap music? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a lot of it's about like loyalty and um, I mean just like staying down and the fact that it stays the same kind of retains an audience over time because yeah. That's, oh, yeah, they're yeah, in yeah. it for like the the, the value behind the content like. Honestly, like, I don't, I've, I don't know much about gang shit other than what's like on TV <laughs> and rap music. But I understand that those themes are in the music, and that if you come from that background, like, you're probably yeah, into I, that messaging. Like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm talking more it. of like yeah. the production and the sound of the song. Like, yeah, it, a lot of it sounded the same. Like, I, <laughs> for like the hood shit that I do, like, I like it. I like raw. Like, so let me ask y'all. This. I fuck with Jeezy. Jeezy, no. Especially when I put the system in my car. I I grew up listening to. (laughs) Yeah, so let me ask y'all this. Is it any, like, street artists in Cincinnati that y'all are, that y'all pay attention to? Besides, like, Lantanas, people like... like Oh, I mean, like, I've checked out a bunch, like, uh, AR-15. I've I've listened to his past couple projects. He's vegan. Just yeah, so we we did that uh, interview, mean, that yeah. live interview with him. Uh, wow, I really like I really like him. He's yeah, dope. I I checked. Uh, Dre shot this, uh, sent me his shit when it dropped and told me to check him out. I think AR is dope. Mm. Um, I I haven't been up on it lately, but Pedro, mm. um, it was Brian when we were doing uh, the Freestyle Fridays yeah. with College Beats. That's kind of when I was 
getting hip to the people you were bringing in. Mm-hmm. That's when I found them. But um, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't resonate with me the same. So I don't. I feel like I just don't keep it as close to me as the right. other music. But right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to ignore that side of things at all. Mm-hmm. No, if anything, I, I I definitely should make an effort to you know go looking for that more mm-hmm. often. And like me, I try to dibble and dab in everything because I get music from everybody. Um, so like it, it is um, artists that I do really rock with. And some of them, I, I think it's some artists that are trash. Like I'm not going to sit up here and say everybody's just lit. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I, I got to put y'all on some stuff. For sure. We we need that. We need like mm-hmm. an, a hood ambassador. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ambassador. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we're not trying to play the roles that we're not meant to play. Like, I mean, see, if we, we would have put place. like a, a, a pager <laughs> on there, that, that wouldn't have been honest of me to like put him yeah. on my top 10. It would have just been pandering to a crowd that, yeah. you know, like. So y'all familiar wrong. with this new song, Mood? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wow. We should that's, play it. Yeah. I, it's on the radio and everything. I'm Apple Music like every second. I know this is gonna hurt. Oh, but I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. I'm sorry. I just. Oh God. I have. I have to like pick. I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, he just broke my heart. Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm on the. I'm on the air. I'm gonna listen to Airwaves. Okay. I check in. I'm gonna post it on the corner. and Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Tatum, man. And I'm gonna tweet about it. Do that. I'm on Instagram more though. So Instagram, <laughs> yep, Instagram, there you go. Yeah, Instagram video. That'd be lit. You know, someone else I do like, we had on Donuts and Alcohol, Skylar Blatt. Skylar oh, Blatt. Yeah, yeah she's, she's blowing up. Yeah, she's blowing up. But it's a lot of artists, like, even from the city that's really doing a lot of things. Like, um, Juicy Two Times. She just signed to Rock Nation. Oh, I fuck with Cook oh. LaFleur. Cook? Cook. Cook's yeah. dope. Cook's dope. I fuck with him. Um, I, everything, like, especially some of that stuff I heard from that. Uh, tape you did with Evan that's put away. Mm. One of them made the color oh, too, I yeah, guess. But yeah, there's some yeah, fucking okay. Yeah, they I definitely got some shit together. Shit. Um, but like, yeah, like uh Juicy Two Times just signed to Rock Nation. Um, of course I know y'all familiar with Bugs or uh, uh, uh Speedwalk. Yeah. Yep. Uh him. It's a lot of like hip hop artists in the city that's really doing some stuff too. Like Mundo's going crazy, Gator, uh Birdo. Uh, Lou Bundy. I'm just naming some off the top of my head like that I just know. Like, uh, It's a lot of artists in the city we got to put y'all on. But definitely, uh, y'all got to check out. You said y'all checked out AR's project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Checked out AR's project. Um, Gator's project. Lantana just dropped the project. I haven't got a chance to actually sit down and listen to it. He's so sneaky with his releases. <clears throat> yeah, but like, no, he was promoting it for a little minute. I've seen him promoting it for a little minute. Um, but they did just they do just pop up. Uh, was that a whole? Pro- I thought it was just a single. Yeah, I, I thought that? it was just a song. He sent me like a. I'm gonna a have video. to go back and look. I think it was like a project. Was that last one? What was that? Nights like, nights like this. That last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That About was year, that yeah. was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Um, I'm trying to think. I said, uh, Gator got some stuff out that's dope. Uh, oh my god. It's a lot of artists. Skylar Skylar Black just dropped a new song. Yeah, she was in the video with the uh, the Grinch outfit on <laughs> down for uh, Santa I Claus. I, f- I mean Santa Con. Uh, 
how they go downtown and yeah, I saw that. She had the up. yeah, she had the Grinch outfit on. She, <laughs> <laughs> and she went down there. That was lit. It was kind of lit though. I was I was rocking with that. So yeah, we got to put y'all on some stuff. We got to get a group chat popping and um definitely get it popping. And there's some artists who I had uh on the um Rock Nation playlist. Um, it's a lot of music, bro. I can't think of it off top. I mean, Oski is he? Is he? I mean, Oski, Oski, yeah. I feel like he's got the best crossover appeal. Oski, because he's like like cross promotion, yeah, yeah. But I think the thing with Oski though, and I love Oski to death. I think he's a dope artist. Is that um, he just got to promote more to like the street crowd? Mm -hmm. Um, That he'd be good because he got some dope music. He kind of remind me. Of probably probably not sound wise, but I, every time I look at uh, Oski, I think of ASAP Ferg. <laughs> I just <laughs> think of Ferg. Like, like yeah, that's why I, I just think. Are of we Ferg. allowed to say that? Are we allowed to say he looks? I don't think we can say that. What he looks like Ferg? I don't think me and Gravel can say that. Yeah, you can. You can say he look like Ferg. All right, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I was not insinuating anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely look like Ferg. He definitely looks like Ferg. But uh, I think he'd be dope though, like to be a crossover artist. Um. Actually, I think, um, I think Monty would be a dope one. Uh, who else? Who else do y'all listen to? Who was all too on rich. the list? Too he rich, my number one. Yeah, number too one. too rich. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that crosses over on my list. I'm trying um, to. Let, I got to go back to y'all list. I don't think uh, you don't have the whole list. I'm gonna have to pull it up. I can scratch those out. Yeah, but nobody has the full list. I gotta see it. Oh fuck! I don't know. I think I only have the scratched out Oski's, one. Oski's fuck a job. That was dope. Um, Cincinnati. Kyrie. Is, yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie. I'm not uh, familiar with that. That's yeah. a, that's definitely one. He's to check got like out. a Kendrick type vibe. He's dope. okay. He's real dope. Yeah, all of these artists, I'm not familiar with none of them. Not saying that they ain't out here right, working. Right, right. I, I'm just not familiar. Like, uh, no, Jones. I'm hip to Jones. She's dope. Uh, Dale Gold. Hip to Dale hip. Gold. Yep, that's my guy. He was on uh, Freestyle Friday. Yeah. yeah he, he killed that yeah, one. Yeah, he was on Freestyle Friday. He um, didn't use his phone. That was not one of them. Yeah, he didn't use his phone. Shout out to Dale Gold. <laughs> um, AC, the entity. Nah, it wasn't that's, not too hip on him. That's, yeah, that's, that's some... Um, I mean, it's not old school because it's new, but it's got that vibe to it. It's Papa pretty- Papa Gora. Yeah, he's someone you got to get. He's definitely to. one of my favorites. He's he, a he's a immigrant from Senegal, Senegal, Africa. Yeah, okay. But he's I mean he was opening up for uh, who is it? Burner Boy. Oh, okay. um, yeah, doing a bunch of shit. He's got a really cool style. Um, it's definitely not like trap though, for sure. No. Okay, it's um, pretty hip hop. I'm trying to find Gravel's list without the scratches on it. Grandance, Grand Grandace, Grandace, Grandace. He's not dope. Familiar. He's got kind of a what would you say like a childish Gambino? Yeah, that's what I always say. Although I don't like doing that type of compare people to yeah. like industry artists. Well, just but this. being from the radio, you you probably we need to do that, right? Like that's necessary to like well compare to market an artist. You kind of need to do that, don't you think? Um, yeah, it kind of depends. Like, uh, I know when I hear an artist, I just not the first thing that I think of, but usually what I think of is who they sound like. Mm-hmm. Like the baby to me is a 2020 ludicrous. Huh. <laughs> and the reason why I say that 
is because, first of all, you remember how Luda's videos were always like something extreme was. Yeah. yeah. The baby the same way. Luda's, Luda's style, like how he rapped, like it was always, he had bars. The shit that he said was funny. And it was you could you could party with it and like the baby is the same way. I don't know why, but the baby just gives me 2020 ludicrous vibe. You're you're really selling it. I get it right now. I, I get yeah, what I you're get saying. It. I get it too. Yeah, like so I always compare people to and they can actually rap. Like that's yeah, like they can actually rap, but nobody will ever sit here and be like, Ludacris is the best rapper in the world. But nobody's gonna ever say Ludacris is the shittiest. Yeah, because he true. definitely got bars. Yeah. Like you can never sleep on Ludacris. I feel like the baby the same way. Like he definitely yeah. has bars. Like you can't take that. He can fucking rap, but nobody's ever gonna be like the baby's the best rapper ever. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a Nas or Jay Z or some shit like that. But he'd be respected for his art, not only lyrically but visually too. So Man, that's- I'm about to fuck up word of mouth on my way home tonight. <laughs> Red Light District was like one of my first burnt uh, CDs in general. That and the wow. Black Album, I got it. And I was like, I gotta check these See, out. See, the Black <laughs> Album, like, all right, so let me ask y'all this. What's y'all top five albums? Oh, I don't know if I can do that shit right now. Just favorite or like best? Oh, I like, don't know if I can Your do favorite this. top five albums, like that meant the most to you in your life. Bro, uh, I spent so long on my top 10 of one year. <laughs> I don't know what. I, I did. I listed some off of the decade, so. Oh, okay. I, okay, okay but I've had this conversation Reasonable recently. Doubt. It was one of my faves. Okay. Um, like of all like your favorite of all time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I could put that album on, go crazy. Um Graduation, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Big Kanye. You could put probably all Kanye in there. Um golly. It's kind of a hard question. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm still on that was, one. That was hard. So I'm gonna <laughs> tell y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all mine. I'm yeah, let's hear this. All right. So the black album. Um. Not. I mean. Not. Not. So you're in agreement that Jay Z is number one. Is that what you said? You said reasonable. I said doubt. reasonable doubt. Yeah. Yeah. You said reasonable oh. doubt. I said black album. The black album. I, this is no in no specific order. The black album. Jay Z's black album. Uh. Nas. Uh. Steelmatic. Because that had ether. It had rewind. That had bangers on there. Uh. What I said. Okay. Uh. Believe it or not. Nelly country grammar. That, Nelly that's probably that's in my top five for sure. <laughs> Nelly Country Grammar. Wow. Did you uh, see the Bonnaroo lineup? I didn't. Nelly is no, performing yeah, Country Grammar. I, see, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Like, that's going to be lit. Yeah. Like, that's going to be lit. St. Lunatics, they're going to be. Oh. See, yeah. Nellyville was my first hip hop CD, a rap. CD. And for Country Girl yeah. was mine. That's what we share is the first Nelly CD. Wow. Yeah. Nelly was Nelly is one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. artists. I don't care what nobody say. Like, Especially Kara's one. was coming through. Nelly was my favorite <laughs> artist. Like when I was growing up, I thought I was Nelly. No lie. Like I had the band-aid on. I had the band-aid. <laughs> I even had a chain that said Nelly. Like <laughs> I had crazy. all the vocal clothes. Like I was a St. Louis Rams fan. <laughs> like I wore the jersey backwards. Yeah, I did all of that shit, bro. Like no lie, you can ask my mama. You can ask anybody I went to school with. They'll tell you, like, yo, he he definitely thought he was Nelly back in the day. He was bad boys too. I mean, yeah, yeah bro. He made like, me want to see that movie. And so he was just on the soundtrack. Feather? People yeah, sleep on how how lit Nelly was. No, nah, I get it. Like uh, <laughs> I'm trying the albums, the sweat and suit, put them together. Cameron, come home with me. Classic. Uh, and then fifth would 
have to be, uh, I don't know. Fifth is hard. Fifth is hard. I might throw, uh, damn. I'm trying to think. Matt, you got to rattle, rattle some. Yeah, more. you got, you ain't even named one. I'm having anxiety over here. <laughs> Um, All right, so where I don't see uh, you guys naming anyone, um, I actually grew up a pretty big Eminem fan. My name, uh, Slim Shady LP, was classic. That was my favorite Eminem album. It was great. I got to say Marshall Mathers LP, if I'm talking an Eminem album. Yeah. That had a certain darkness to it that I I was in, like, I was a fucked up kid, kind of. So I was kind (laughs) of... See, that's the thing. I kind of was like, wow, there's music for me out here. (laughs) So, So was you... Was you... Were you listening to Triple uh, X before he died? Um, a little bit. That question mark album was what I really got into. That yeah, that shit I was never. Fire. I'm not into like those dark type of artists. That's like, kind of. I mean, that was right when I started getting into it. I mean, honestly, I'm into like Trippy Red. I'm a big Trippy Red fan now, but yeah. I don't dive all the way in. Like, just kind of. Those are that's the biggest artist in the genre right now. I think. So I just think of slit your wrist music and lay in the tub. Like I can't listen to that. That's mm-hmm. uh, like like that's not. Yeah, I still well, see your shadows in my room. Like that sounds like I want to kill myself. Too soon, bro. Too soon. Yeah, too no, soon. I mean, right, shit, I mean, I mean, We're God good. bless the dead. But damn, like, the song was sad, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was. like all of the songs. I mean, yeah. that's that was the genre. Like, yeah, but all I'm just not into that type of music. Like I like music that's gonna turn me up. And honestly, I like a lot of different genres of music. So I listen to Afro beats. I listen to, uh, I listen to soca. I listen to Latin music. I listen to a lot of different shit. So, you know what's funny about the sad music though in rap is that the sad it's, music. It's not. It's not really. <laughs> it's a going new through thing. his emo phase, just like Rock did, and just like yeah, I, mean, I was there for the Rock ones. But too. I'm not for this emo addict. Rap. But here's a, the there's thing. a time and place. This for is everything. no. This is no different than rap has always been. Honestly, uh-huh. it's always kind of been anchored in pain and overcoming obstacles, which I mean may or may not be emotional. But the difference is, before rap used to like get up and get it, like do what you got to do, like. And then what? And now, it, <laughs> yeah. And now it, it was it was like tough guy shit. Yeah. And now it's kind of just like it's okay to just. Not paint your fingernails. <laughs> like, like, no, that shit ain't cool. Like, no. It's like, just, it's a, it's just different coping mechanisms of the same feeling that the music's being written from, in my opinion. Yeah. So interesting way to look at it. At so, least. how would you look at an artist like Six Nine? Snitch. Uh, <laughs> I was never into Six Nine. I honestly think he's more. I consider him more of like kind of like internet fame than uh-huh. like I know he's a rap rapper, I thought it was but, like different at first like okay what was it Gummo was the yeah, first one yeah okay and then it got overplayed the radio started picking it up and I yeah. should with Nicki Minaj like, I cannot go Fifi. there I now, can't do that one that, and then that is terrible even Kanye hopped on and I still wasn't feeling <laughs> it all that much And I'm not gonna hold you when <laughs> Gummo came out right this is when I was living in New York and I remember my homeboy called me like, yo, there's some artist in New York out of Brooklyn. His name is Takashi69, bro. You got to listen to him. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to him, whatever. And then this was a time when him and uh, Casanova had just really started beefing too. Because Casanova made the 
punch you in your face, motherfucker. I'll knock your teeth out. Every time I come through, like, he made that. And I heard that. That's the song I heard first. And then I heard Takashi. I'm like, yo, this shit is kind of dope, though. Like, and everybody in New York was playing that shit. Everybody was playing that shit. And that was like my intro to like New York City to see like how they just take a, a song and it just right goes. Imagine and, being at one of his concerts. No, really? let me tell you this. He when I was in New York, he was shooting a video to the song with um with him, A Boogie, and um I forgot who else. Some somebody else. He had sent out a tweet like, "Yo, I'm shooting my video in Brooklyn. If you in New York City, pull up." No lie, I was on it. I had just got off of work. I was like, "I'm going to this shit." Cause I was I was fucking with six nine. Yeah. I wasn't like I wasn't like a, a like a fan or nothing. But I liked his music. It's been a like, cool moment. Like, yeah, like it was like I want to go to this shit. Like I want to see this motherfucker. So I, on my way to the train, like I seen them put a video out because the police had came and shut it down, and it was just a rap. So I didn't get a chance to make I it. Before. What really captivated captivated me at first was it wasn't Gummo. It was another song, but it was a video and. Mm. He had so many people with him, Bloods <laughs> and Crips. They took over the subway. They were. I know. I know what video you talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think uh, like they're all in black, but then they've got like yeah. their respective bandanas and this dude. I was like, I mean, you can't, you can't, you know. Yeah. You got people behind them. You can't dispute that. Yeah, like, but like, but was, but I don't think that everybody knows he went about that life. No. It's just sad. When that picture came out of him in high school or something, like <laughs> he's just like a regular, like like a regular private dude. school kid. Yeah, like that was crazy though. But I think I thought his music was dope. Now, will people rock with him when he get out of jail? Yeah, they will. That's sad. I d- I definitely think they're gonna be rocking with him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Are I, you are you hip to uh, Pop Smoke? Pop Smoke, no. He's in New York. Um, no, I have. I've heard. I've heard of that name before. Somebody so welcome me, to the party. Somebody let me party. hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just shazammed it the other day. No lie, I just shazammed that song. And I was I'm in like, New York and this past summer, and it was it was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was Pop on Kanye. Smoke Dior. Yeah, song yeah, Dior. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was what? just on Jack Boys, the uh, Travis Scott. What's the uh, missing project? link here that that can't happen? That virality. Is it just less people? Is it less? It's uh, less people and less support from the city. Like, is there uh, less of a culture? We're clearly less, less of a culture, of a culture for sure. Yeah, in because, every way than New York, for sure. <laughs> yeah, every single way, like every single way. But I think here the missing link is just the support of the people. Like a lot of people, when you think of, for instance, Cardi. I was in New York when when Cardi really started popping, and I was in the Bronx in Soundview. So to see how like they like yo, she's from here. We put known for. And they just literally did everything, like, everywhere you went, people listening to Cardi and everything. People here don't do that. Like, they have their select artists that they listen to, but if they go to a show, they're really not going to go out and for real, for real support. They're not going to go out and buy merch. They're not going to go out and promote their music or for real, for real. They just secretly listen to it. It's just, I find it so weird. Like, we, we, Cincinnati's, like so much more of an underdog city. Mm-hmm. And if someone, anyone here has got a little bit, a little bit of success, why aren't we all riding it? You know, in New York, it's just like, just like you said, Oh, Cardi's from here. So we're all fucking with it. The biggest thing is yeah. that a lot of artists here don't have teams. 
Yeah, uh, like that a team, true. like a team of people. Like, all right, this is my manager. This is my PR person. It's because everyone else is a fucking rapper. Everyone, <laughs> everybody is a rapper. Everyone, does, everyone wants to be like the star, and there's nothing wrong with yeah. being number four. Shit, right? It's not like because in my eyes, I don't care if I'm number one or number ten. As long as I'm getting it back, that's all that matters. Yeah, you like what you're part. doing. Yeah, like you doing what you're yeah. doing. You get paid for doing what you're doing. Like, but you all got to work together to make. It's successful. That's the only thing. And a lot of people here don't have teams. When you go to Atlanta and you see uh, all the artists down there that's popping, they have teams behind them. They have somebody who's who's plugging them in with doing the different interviews with different podcasts and media people and getting their songs on diff- placed on different playlists and a manager that's booking them mm-hmm. and somebody that's publicist, yeah manager. publicist all of that yeah. they got all of that and I've I have not seen nobody here with that and you know what the problem is too is the people who do try to get management or publicists mm-hmm. is there, I mean, and this is no shade because I was honestly in a relationship like this once where they asked their friends. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's like the person you ask to manage you has to have something you don't. They either need to have time that you don't have, a no. skill you don't have, yeah. a network you don't have. So they need to have something you can't do yourself. Otherwise, you're just too, you're just not doing anything. Well, and like right. to take it a step even further, like we both or we all probably get sent music all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many? how many of those emails are coming from someone other than the rapper, you know, and even have right. a press kit in it, you know? Like Honestly, a, I mean, I don't, people have a way of finding email addresses when you have a blog. So I get a lot of like press releases that are nice, but from the artists that like when Doublesome was active, was co- were covering, it was like just a paragraph in an email. Yeah. Like a lot of artists don't even have websites. Like, if you're an artist, I used to have a website because now I can find everything I need on you. And you can sell yeah, shit. merch, yeah. shows. <laughs> like, yeah, like, even even that. Like, it's just the simple things that artists here don't have. Like, they definitely had a talent. Definitely had a talent. But then again, you don't know too many people in the city that work behind the scenes. You don't know too many people who are publicists or know right. too many people who are managers or... Uh, uh, a curator or somebody who can really connect the dots. That's exactly it. And that's what I'm trying to say. Everyone's a rapper. Yeah. Right. If half the people who are trying to rap learn something else, like learned how, what publicity, what publicity is and how to build a contact list. Mm-hmm. Or if they learned, you know, how, like if they learn booking shows, like there's an art to that. Not everyone can do that. But then it also money. it also takes money too. Yeah, and a lot of these artists don't have the money, or they have the money and don't want to invest it really into their music, or they don't know how to budget, or or they don't know how to budget. Like that's the number one thing. Honestly, I think if you taught people like, hey, give me how much money you have. Say let's say a thousand dollars, and you tell them, okay, three hundred should be for you know, um, mixing and mastering. Mm-hmm. Just pull numbers out. Mm-hmm. Um, 500 of it should be for, you know, actually recording and all the studio time that you're going to use. And then, you know, 200 for artwork and promotional stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I don't even know what I've added up at this point, but (laughs) 200, 200 for like advertising to like buy ads on Facebook and promote it. Mm -hmm. If if you just told someone like, Hey, if you have X amount of dollars, here's how you break it up. I bet more people would be smarter. But how many artists in the city have a, thousand dollars that was just an just, easy easy so let's, let's, let's take it even, down to 300 no let's just say even a thousand because a thousand is a good starting point yeah how many artists actually have a thousand dollars to be like all right boom i got a thousand dollars i want to make this happen 
I think there are a lot of artists mm-hmm. when you add in the merch, the physical copies, which I think is kind of a waste of money at this point. But but that's another thing. If not physical copies, then besides streaming, how do you get your music out to people? Besides streaming, that's, I mean. You can't just set up a tweet and just expect people to. Yeah, like. I think it's advertising with paid advertising. So Facebook is designed to take your content money. back until you pay for it. So there's one way, there's two ways to do this. You can be mad at that shit and keep not paying for it. Mm -hmm. Or you can pay, play the fucking game and Facebook will do what you want it to do. But I've seen people who haven't spent any money on Facebook and they should just go viral. You can't plan to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's a lot of people. You can can try to do that, but you can't be like, it's going to go viral on Thursday. Yeah. You like, you don't, I mean, and sometimes shit goes viral that is something that you didn't even like try to go viral with. Something in the video that caught on and someone tweeted something funny about it. You never know what's going to happen. But like, I see a lot of people investing in like download cards. Do you think those are worth it? So uh, I like to, I try not to think about things how I consume them, but I'm, I'm honestly very hard to reach. You are marketing. a consumer, consumer of music. I'm I mean, a consumer yeah. of music, but I'm hard to reach. Um, like I, like I was talking about radio, like if you have a radio ad, like it's not probably going to reach me. Mm. If um, I'm on Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus, those are the only commercials I fucking see. I have ad blockers <laughs> on them on my computer. Um, like if you're trying to reach me, you you have to be like literally in front of me on social media. And that's why I advocate for Facebook ads because that's how you're going to reach me. Mm. Um, and that's for someone who wants to be reached. Honestly, I just, I just don't get reached. <laughs> I don't know. I think one of my biggest problems is the lack of buildup to projects. I know that's like pre-promotion. Yeah. I mean, like I know ever since Beyonce came out, she dropped an album just, you know, on a whim. So everyone wants to do that now and just put, okay, put it on DistroKid and it's, it's going to be up in a week. No, like remember when we used to get excited about an album dropping, you hear the single on the radio. Yeah, and then that album come out, came out, and you're excited. You're you, all in. Do you like, get that feeling still when people do that? No, because no one does it. I think the thing is people do it, but with so much music coming out, it gets over. It, it, you, you just start overlooking stuff. Because I know artists who go out and really put money into, for instance, Tory Lanez did a dope uh, campaign with the Chicks tape. Mm-hmm. Like, but three weeks from now, three weeks later, Who's really talking about it? Because yeah. it's so much music that's done dropped. So people's attention span nowadays is like, all right, it's dope. On to the next. Because I'm one of those type of people where I listen to something, I listen to an album, I listen to it once, and then it's on to the next album because it's so much shit that's coming yeah. out. It's, I got to yeah. literally catch up. So it's it's hard. It's, it's definitely hard. And what's changed about the music industry is like, so before the promotion for the album used to be content in itself. Mm-hmm. You used to have videos dropping ahead of time, singles, yeah. and that still happens to a degree, but that was the content for promotion. And then the music came out and it was like almost bigger than mm-hmm. just content. When now, when the album drops, that's the content. Everything mm-hmm. else is kind of just noise right. until mm-hmm. like the music's what we want. And everyone just kind of waits till the music's out to give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I just I think it's kind of backwards. Being like, an artist is different now. Music's yeah, yeah. only part of it. Like you, your content is music. It's not the post leading up to it anymore. It's it's the actual 
like shit you spent tons and tons of money and time on. That's that's just posts now. But do you think promotion like really helps? Well, for new artists or up and coming artists, promotion promotion definitely helps. But do you think like artists really need to promote prior to the project dropping or once it's out? Because you gotta think of people's time, I mean attention span. Like if it's out, it's like, all right, go download this now. Versus hey, it's coming out in two weeks, and then people forget. And then it's like I would say for me, if I was if it was my personal money that I had to put behind a marketing campaign that I wanted to perform to get my money back, mm. I had this I had skin in the game, I would say twenty to thirty percent of the budget promoted ahead of the album and seventy to eighty percent of it after the album's out. Because at that point you have a call to action. It's not, hey, I need you to remember this is coming out. It's hey, you can go right now and you can stream it right now, and you don't have that gap where you are Hoping they remember, and you have to hit them again. I'm just, but like, if I'm not excited for an album and it just drops, I'm less likely just to drop everything I'm doing and check that out. And the more it sits there in my inbox or mm. there on Apple Music or wherever, I mean, I'm not going to get to it. Like you said, there's more music coming out and coming mm. out. I, I'm probably thinking of it more as like a, a media type deal because nah. if people don't send me stuff, you don't I'm listen to it for I'm, real. I like, mean, you can't just put something out there. Hey, drop everything you're doing. Right. Check this out, and you know, make a bunch of posts about it, and give me promotion. But at the like, bottom, at the bottom line, it's hard to keep track of all of it, especially mm. when you're like scrolling through this shit all day. Like it's it's so it much blurs music. together. Yeah, and it's so much. It's nothing personal music. to the artist. Like yeah, it's just so <laughs> much, and it may be an artist that you really, really rock with, but it's just like that gets pushed in the back of your mind because. 15 other artists just dropped music. So now it's just like, uh, I got to listen to 16 different albums today. <laughs> so that's like, that's the problem. I and then have. that's a whole, pro- that's a, that's a problem because why did you get into music? Cause you probably, because you enjoyed it and it was an escape. Yeah. And now you don't want to feel like I got to listen. I have to listen to 16 albums. So do you feel like the quality of music has dropped in the quantity of it? Cause I mean, if, yeah, because it just Dre said that. Dr. Dre said that. Anybody. I don't think the quality dropped. I think the quality is just harder to find. Well, no, us three right now inside of Timeless Studios, we could spend five hours in here and drop a mixtape. Mm. It's that easy now. Like, yeah, and then have it drop at midnight. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not rapping. I don't know what you want me to do, but you make the beats. Yeah. <laughs> Interludes. Yeah. Knowledge from Matt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We might have to do this, but I'm just kidding. Uh, but I mean, that's how easy it is. Yeah. Upload to SoundCloud, send the link out. But why has nobody from Cincinnati just took off? Because we don't. It kind of goes to like what we're doing with donuts and alcohol now. Like instead of everybody just gets a turn just mm-hmm. because you do make music, we've got to like get behind certain artists. Like mm-hmm. we all have to come together, hood, backpack, whatever. Like. All got to come together and put like put like a four or five people on, mm-hmm. like it trickles down. You know, those people get hot. It brings eyes to the city, mm-hmm. and then they're going to be looking like look at Chicago. Like, but who do you feel like is ready for that mainstream spotlight? Like right now in the city, ready for it right now. Like, I don't think, you, I don't think anybody you, is ready. If you for feel it. like you know what, I can put you out. You're going to be a star. I. F- I felt like that about Monty during the whole inconfidence thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it still was, could. There, but there was a really, I mean, the buildup was real. I mean, 
there was a lot of energy behind. Yeah, like, that was a campaign. You yeah, know? it never. Yeah. That definitely was off, a campaign. Like, like I went for his new project. He'd been playing with that for like a, two a years. Year. That's, that's the same campaign we're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. it's oh. the same one. It never paid oh, off. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, that's right. That was <laughs> that was like yeah. a campaign. Yeah, that was no one was, saw like saw anything like last that. Last time, yeah. I mean, I didn't see campaigns like Lantana had a dope ass campaign. He was the last artist who I, who I feel like was able to touch the whole city. Oh, for sure. Like literally, literally the whole city, like the the hood crowd and the suburban crowd. Like he was able to touch literally the whole city. I I was a teenager in Westchester. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember about saying ages and shit on here. I was a teenager in Westchester. <laughs> I heard Jado specifically <laughs> introduce the song "Lantana" from Cincinnati. Pusha T, Yo Gotti, uh, Bun B, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wow, this is fucking huge. I was and- at UC. I was, fr- I, I actually knew Dan Gotti at the time. So uh-huh. I was like, I was aware of everything that was going on. So yeah, he hit us all. But that moment, let me say. college crowds? Yeah. yeah, he did everything. But that moment when like, I remember when the remix dropped. Yeah. Now I won't take credit for breaking the remix because on air, that was skills. That was DJ skills. But I was in the room. When I tell you, the feeling I got when I first, because Lantana, I was his DJ at the time, and he would not let me hear the remix. He wouldn't. He was like, "No, I'm not letting you hear it. I want you." He was like, "He was like, I want you to hear it, and when you hear it, you gonna feel it." Like he was telling me this. I'm like, "No, bro, just send it to me." Like you didn't I, know who was on it yet. No, I didn't know who yeah, was on it. I didn't know nothing. He didn't tell nobody. Like only yeah. people that knew was Dan Gotti. In the label. <laughs> like, and he didn't tell nobody. So when they played it, and I'm in the studio, and he was geeked. Like, I, I got the video on my uh, on my Facebook or something. But, like, he was geeked. When I heard it, I'm like, oh, shit. This motherfucker got Yo Gotti on here. Damn. Like, Pushing T, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not like, fucking around. Like, yeah, like, everyone. He's a legend. The yeah, newcomer, like, yeah. And it was like, I remember, like, getting chills. Like, oh, my God. Like, this <laughs> motherfucker is out of here. Like, he's out of here. And then that whole shit happened. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, like, he's... That's the mark now. Like, who's going to get bigger than Lantana did? But it no. Is, but Lantana the wasn't the only one to really have that success in the city. K. Rowley was. Um... You remember K? Y'all know K. Riley? Yeah, I remember the Freestyle Fridays we were doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. K. Riley, OG, salute to K. Riley. But he had that that boy code with Gucci and Jim Jones. And that was on 106 in Park. That was all on the radio. Like, he went on tour. Like, yo, uh, that's like the only two that I could really think of that really had like national success in my generation. But. The ones I feel like that could do it here, right now, I think, um, hmm. of course, I'm going to say Pedro. I think he he he's ready. Um, I think there's so much that comes with it, though, that I guess I don't know enough about his character. Because, I mean, yeah. I know some of the artists that I think are good enough to would yeah. not be able to, like, I don't know if it's the pressure or the consistency you need to have, but like you need more than just songs to to make right. it. So right. If you, I mean, if you're co-signing that, he yeah. Has that. Like I think, I mean, because I've I done been with him. I didn't a and R this last two projects, so um, I feel like just by knowing him and his 
in his situation and his music. Like I feel like he's ready. Plus, I don't we done been on the road. I done seen how he interact with people and he ready. Um, another person I think would be ready. I think Monty ready still. Mm-hmm. I think Monty ready. Um there's some R and B artists that's ready, like Love Keys. I feel like she's ready. Yeah. Uh, she's dope. Yeah, like uh Jasmine Alexis. Uh, she's dope. It's a lot of I feel like it's a lot of people that's ready though. They just don't have the exposure outside of the city. And there's nobody really in the city that's able to get them that exposure outside of the city. Yeah. And that, well, I'll take that back. It is some people. I'm one of those people. But they don't got the bag to do it. <laughs> that's the <laughs> thing. Like it all comes, it all that's what it all matters. But like, how serious are you if you're not gonna be able to save some money up to actually yeah. make that push? Right. I feel like people just get discouraged and they're like, well, fuck it, I'll just throw this out. Yeah, because like somebody can come to me and be like, yo, like I need, I wanna get on the blogs. Okay, like we can get it on double XL or the source. That's easy, but it's a price tag to that. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to pay that price tag? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that scare them. Like, they, that scares them. Because they like, oh. Because it's risky. It's an investment it's risk, that yeah. may, no, may go nowhere. But it may how, go nowhere. how bad do you want it? Right. Yeah, yeah, because eventually, like, the actual journalists at XXL will be watching you. And they'll pick up on shit because they know it's going to do numbers. Yeah, exactly. That's the way you get into the mix. Sometimes it just happens. Like, if you're 6'9", you could fucking, like, tweet anything and get XXL coverage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a fact. But until you're 6'9", you're not 6'9". Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean... He probably paid for some shit that... He definitely he, paid for yeah, shit. Definitely. About he don't know about. Yeah, yeah. like, and there's a lot of artists that do pay for shit, like streams. Uh, 50 Cent just said French Montana paid for a bunch of streams. It's an interesting shit. beef right now, and I'm not even sure, like... Uh, I think it's, it's stupid. It's just... It's just rich people problems. That's how. That's what that beef is over. This is about a Bugatti or something. Yeah, he it's bought, about a Bugatti. He used like, Bugatti, and he's making fun yeah, of him. Yeah, like damn, used. That's lame as fuck. No, but it's like it's like it's like a, a special edition. I've used Bugatti. Blue, yeah, yeah. He was like, it's like a. So French Montana brought it. Fifty was like, oh, put that shit up because that's an old ass Bugatti, like. But he was like, but this is special edition. Why are you hating on me? He was like, I'm hating on you because it's like an 08 and you done, you done got it on a 60-month uh, payment plan or some other shit. And it's just, it just got stupid. stupid, man. Bro, it's if stupid. I could pay for Bugatti in 60 months. What's your biggest Cincinnati beef? What do you mean? Like, like, like artists. Like oh. artists. Like between artists. Uh, is anyone beefing, really? Yeah, I want to I mean, say, not... say one. Say what? it. Uh, I I thought uh, Jamie Shea and Tori. Uh, <laughs> that was a pretty big beef. Oh my god! Pretty, oh my god! Jamie Shea. And it Tory blew the Wayne. internet up for a few days. You but guys. what's so funny is I didn't I didn't even catch that beef. I really? didn't catch it. I didn't catch there it. There was some moderation. Involved. I heard about it. Was, it. it was interesting. I, I heard fo- about. I followed it. that one. I don't know. I think my greatest Cincinnati rap beef. Oh, you're gonna talk about one in person though. I should probably come up with a different one. No, like I mean, I mean, I, I've seen this beef in person, but um, but the greatest one, well, it's a couple. <laughs> Kid and Showtime, that was classic. Uh, they had a battle, a rap battle at the at the Ritz. That was classic. People that was there know what went. They're like that was classic. Um, and then um, what was it? B Luck and Butter. Those, those, cause they, 
they was dropping bars on each other. I heard about that one. Interviewed Luck. Yeah, they was they had bars for each other. Like it was lit, but it also carried on to some street shit. But I was here for the music. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not. I'm with Beat Gang or All In yeah. at the time. So you know what I mean. But I rocked with the music that came from both of those beefs. So it was dope. That was my two favorite. I can't really think of any of the streets have been kind of no peaceful. One like, yeah, they're they're no one like yeah. peaceful. No one's really rapping at each other. People yeah. beef with me and gravel sometimes. No, someone did just make a diss song about Dunnets and Alcohol. Oh, yeah. For I have real? A diss, yeah. I did this song too. They did for real? Yeah. Who was it? I'm not saying. No, put their ass on blast, man. Like, put their ass on blast. This song was by Matt Sexwave. Uh, shout out Matt Sexwave. <laughs> Who the fuck is Max? M- Matt? He, Matt. Uh, it was like a cell phone video. Someone tagged me in and said, bro, he's talking about Doubleson. He like dropped, name, dropped the name and everything. And he yeah, was talking about like asking $500 for the cover and all this other shit. And I was just like, the only thing I'm mad about is like, I wish I made $500 for the cover, bro. <laughs> like I never, I haven't got a diss song yet. I'm waiting on one. like That you know of. Yeah, that I know of. Somebody probably got one tucked in the, in the vault. But I haven't, Heard of now? I got this before <laughs> on Freestyle Friday. Oh, yeah, <laughs> who was that? That was uh, 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 was uh, it J? J, uh, yeah, JB Lamage, yeah, JB Lamage. Yeah. yep, no. yep, yep. He said, He said, I'll smack you red like Jado, like, and I didn't even catch it. I'm just sitting there listening to him, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. You got to relax, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to relax. You can't diss me on Freestyle Friday. Shout out to JB uh, Lamage, yo. That's my yeah. guy, though. It was funny. He's though. another one. He's, yeah, I like him. He's yeah. very talented. The whole very YNO talented. camp, all of those is dope. All yeah. of them is dope. But yeah, like I never, I'm, I'm waiting on the Jado diss song. Instead of the live, it's going to be the shittiest. Because something the yeah. shittiest, the shittiest. They gonna <laughs> yeah. have a drop. That's, a, that's it's a, gonna be easy to pick on that one. Like yeah. how how he just started off. Fuck Jay Z. He's gonna start off like the shittiest. Like <laughs> damn. They're like we know who he talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on that though. So if anybody got a Jado disc record, please drop it. I want to hear it. all the smoke. Yeah, I want all the smoke. You could play it on the air. I would. I would play it on the air. <laughs> Fuck it. That's one way to get on the whiz. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one way to get on the whiz. Drop a Jado diss song. Like, I'm going to play it 5 o'clock on the whiz. Like, that's going to be lit. Giant Fuck Jado. That's the not shittiest. the worst idea I've ever heard. Nah. It's not. I don't. I think it would be a good segment. But yeah, I'm quite sure some artists out there that's like, fuck Jado. But I haven't heard them say that. They ain't going at you. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a lot of people saying fuck Double Sin. Yeah. Not anymore. Because Doubleson said, fuck them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to them then, Matt. Yeah, tell them, yeah. tell them how you really feel. There's a lot of fuck dunes and alcohol out there. Yeah. It was? It's just, it's just, there's just mad rappers that like we're not going like, to take the time to interview attention. them. Why are, they, why are people, why, why do rappers be so disgruntled? They, they think it's personal and that we like overlook them. them and when yeah. In reality, we're just focusing on what we do like. Yeah, we but sorry. Like, it's not personal. We have all. limited, um, except for a couple of you, you know time you and funds to actually do this. Right. It's all coming out of our own <laughs> pockets. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't just sit at the studio all day, like, oh, you want an interview? Yeah, come on in. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't charge any of these artists. Like, and then I think also, like, we pay, me, I can speak for myself, I pay attention to who putting in work. Yeah. Yeah. Not who's really just doing whatever. Like, if you're putting in work, then you're going to catch my attention. Versus somebody who's just doing it just to do it. Like, 
I pay attention more to people who put in work because it's like, are right, you putting in work? Let's work because I know you're serious about it. Like, I don't. You're not going to waste your time. Yeah, I'm That's not going to waste my time. To. Like, definitely not going to waste my time. I don't even want to really listen to it because you're not, you don't take this serious. So I, I got into it. I've never said, I've never, I got into it with one of my best friends about that. Like, we were supposed to do a song together and it didn't, it didn't drop. Didn't drop because. You made the song though. Yeah, the song is done. Like it's on my phone right now. Like, <laughs> like it's done. But we got into it because it came time to service the record. So came time to do all the percentages, all the little business shit or whatever. So he felt like I shouldn't get no percentage of the song because uh because I wasn't an artist per se. Like I'm not an artist. I'm like Khaled, basically. <laughs> Like Khaled's, he don't rap. He don't do nothing like that. But he felt like I shouldn't get a percentage. But I'm like, bro, it's like you gave me the song as my song. Uh, I'm promoting it. You're breaking the... I'm breaking the record. I'm putting my money up for it. Like, like it's it's exposure. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? So... He was he was trying to do some backdoor shit and it just didn't work out. Like I was actually promoting the record. It's still up on my IG and then I promoted the the uh the image with an X to it because it wasn't <laughs> dropping. So fuck it. And then I told him, well, it's still it's still my my like one of my best friends. But I told him like, bro, I can't do business with you. So I'm really not interested in your music <laughs> no more. Like like I'm not interested in it because you're not you ain't doing nothing with it. That and you're just gonna cut me out completely. Yeah, like, but it's still my homeboy. I love him to death, though. Like love him to death. But when it comes to music, because I do this for real, right? Yeah, this is like, your I job do this for real. So I don't have time to fuck around and just kick it and listen to shit that you just recording for your own personal use. Yeah. So yeah, we got into it about that. You know, but these artists got to get man. on their business more than anything that's I think that's the the biggest issue and what we can say that the artists in the city gotta do is get more on their business shit and not just it's more to it than just making the music like you said it's more to it then we gonna see some people pop in the city 2020 man 2020 got a whole lot of money hey now okay (laughs) as we wrap up here what is 2020 looking like for you you got more collaborations. What radio stations do we catch you on nowadays? Um, definitely got 2020 for me is about bigger business. Like I'm getting older now. Like I don't want to be a DJ at 50 years old. Like I wanna, I wanna be able. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Yeah, like I don't want to be arguing about who's gonna DJ at Privilege, <laughs> <laughs> like at fifty or like that. So like now, like I'm, I'm focusing on more bigger business. Um, like I, I got the, of course, the uh, Bel Air partnership. Uh, still going strong. Yeah, still going strong. Make sure you go get you a bottle. Uh, the Rock Nation and NFL collaboration. Um, that's still going. Um, of course, the Wiz, uh, Power 107.5 in Columbus, V94.9 in Birmingham, Alabama. Hopefully, I can get like three more stations under my belt this year. And then we Liddy. Uh You're also doing something about getting records expunged too, right? Yeah, we did that. Um, the record expungement, which was some 
I feel like it had we I had to do that because I had a conversation with somebody and they wanted to know like in the media industry, is it can you work in the media industry with a with a felony? I'm like, and he was like, yo, I've been fighting this felony since '92. So I can't get it off my record because I don't know how to do it. So that's what gave me the idea to do the expungement clinic. So we did the expungement clinic with uh, city councilman Chris Silbach and uh, Kamara Douglas uh, from his uh, office. And we were able to expunge 120 records. Wow. And we had, awesome. we had 300 people show up. So that was dope. So um, awesome. we're working on doing another one. And now we're working on taking it on the road. So what I want to do is do an expungement clinic in the cities that I'm on the radio in. So Columbus and Birmingham, we're working on those now. And we're also working on a um, a felony job fair. So mm-hmm. basically uh, getting a Fortune 5, some of the top, some of the, of course, the Fortune 500 companies in the city and some of the top companies in the city that hire felons to do a job fair where they come out and interview people and hire people and all of that. So that's what I'm working on, trying to do some good in the hood. And of course, we got the back to school drive and all of that and working on something for artists too. Wow, that was a... It's a lot, It's a lot. Plus, I got my events coming up. Big time. Yeah. So that's that's all J-Do got. And then um, hopefully... We got to collab and do something. I feel like we, we should. Do. Uh, we I kind of want to be a part of the sh- expungement shit, honestly. We, we can set it up, bro. We can set it up. Because like, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't have home. anything to be expunged. I can work on that. I, I did. To. I did. <laughs> I, I, had, I, had, I had some shit on my record that I, I wanted to get expunged. So that was another reason why I'm like, yeah, I need to do this shit so I can get this shit <laughs> off my credit. I mean, off my uh, uh, record. But I do think that's important. And yeah, I, I, was, I mean, that's really cool. Appreciate it, it man. I mean, I just understand like, People, Would y'all vote for me if I ran for city council? Yeah. Don't <laughs> the live is. I don't yeah. know how I can see Jada on any ballot and not vote for you. Like uh, I, I don't know. Never know. Unless you I had like a know. podcast and we were up against you. Then, then you want to vote for me? I mean, well, yeah, if you're up against us. I mean, <laughs> like, that's how it works. Well, fuck you, Jado. <laughs> like, damn. If you vote for us, we'll vote for you. Sir. All right, bet. Say, we can just swap like out. That's for ourselves. That's why I just, just well, do but it. Then we don't vote for ourselves. I don't care about that. There's a way around it. I wouldn't vote for y'all if y'all if we was on the same ballot. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us you would and then not. So hey, we get like, I got to vote for myself, man. I got to vote for myself. I got to vote for myself. But if, if y'all were on the ballot and I win, I'll def- y'all definitely got my vote. <laughs> we're at an agreement here. We're at an agreement here. Well, I want to appreciate you coming down. Uh, definitely have to get you on before another 62 episodes. Yeah, Talking man. Maybe like... Because there will be 62 more. Yeah. Hopefully a million is 62 more. It makes me tired yeah, to think about. That's a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if that's possible, but we're here to find out, you know? Hey, I'm here. I'm here watching, man. So, hey, I'm going to keep up with y'all. At DJ Jado? At DJ Jado on everything. Lady sliding them DMs. Holla at me. The DMs are open. The DMs are open, <laughs> and I check them very frequently. It's nothing. It's nothing in there but artists either. So you'll surprise us, yeah. Surprise yeah. us, man. Give him something different. <laughs> Show me a good time. I want to see something different. <laughs> okay, well, you find me at Gravel Bear. I got my Twitter back. It's popping. Hey, um, I don't be on Twitter. I didn't know you got your Twitter back. Congratulations! Yeah, congratulations. I got locked out, and I had a lot of. Cool but your people. fake Twitter is actually your real name. 
Yeah, I need so to switch that So confusing around. as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I confused myself, but... All right, I'll just tag both of them for now. I'm Matt. You can find me at Illmatic with three L's and two T's like Matt. Nice. And Turner was here. <laughs> How you doing? Hanging in there? Boom. Yeah. I'm Great. We appreciate you. Minutes. This might be a record. Yeah, it's a long podcast. Damn. And, um, 70 minutes. See, that's wait. what you get when I'm the one over here, man. Hey, now. Yeah, because Chris <laughs> tells us to wrap it up and stop. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Episode 63. Gravel Bear. Matt Shear. DJ Jado. It was a good one. Yep. The livest one. The livest one yet. See ya.